Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave, Brad, Brian, and Bailey. So anyway, anyway, welcome to the Bone Cave, Four everybody. Bs. How you doing? What's that? Four B. All you, if you don't have a B in your name, you're not coming on the <laughs> podcast. No, I'm teasing. We have D coming. Dwight Settle is going to be on one of the upcoming podcasts from uh, um, from a company that has created a uh, uh, an amazing a, product. It's an amazing product. And it's sh- a dry lube for gun. C- Cleaning yeah, it's, and gun it's, care. A, it's a metal care, I would say, because I yeah. use it on my, I use it on all my knives and stuff. It's yeah, a it's dry amazing. Loop. I really like it. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a great compound and it works good. So anyway, um, it's good to be here. We're going to talk today about what show, why go to the show, and what might be in it for you. Trade shows. Yeah. 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 Because uh, a lot of, and you know what? I had questions yesterday. Why would I go to that show? Was there, so is there anything for that show? Because people were blowing my phone up yesterday. Um, well, I shouldn't say they were blowing up my phone yesterday. We were just got back from the Western Hunting Expo in Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. City. Yeah. I got to think of what town I've been in. And they just set two records. Antelope Island went for 540. Wow. I think is what it was. And the Arizona Strip went for seven twenty-five. This is the first year we haven't been to the banquet auctions. Yeah, it, and they just, yeah they I, were I, crazy. This yeah, year, everywhere. I don't know if that's so. That's yeah. three quarters of a million dollars Pretty for much. one tag. For one tag for a deer that could be dead by the time. And well, it is twenty-four. It's it's twenty. Well, it's not twenty-four-seven, but it is three hundred sixty-five days a year they get to hunt. So it does expand the season for them. Right. And it is, it is any weapon anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. That money goes towards conservation, 100%. The state of Arizona gets that money. Um, and, or at least a large chunk of it. Yeah. 725000 And so we, we didn't, Brad and I didn't go to the banquets, but we have people that, we, we were at the banquets. Right. Does that make sense? Um, so I want to make sure we let everybody know it's not that we skipped the banquets. Um, uh, we participate in the banquets. It's just that we had so much business outside the banquets that we personally weren't there to see that enthusiasm. But we've been there before when records well, have been set. Well, even at Sheep Show this year, what were there, eight records or something? And, I mean, they're just going crazy, blown out of the water. Yeah. Wow. The so interest that this are, conservation, yeah. you know, people are engaged in it. I think it's good. So, anyway, so we were at Salt Lake. Those two just happened. So they hit the media. But I didn't get a chance to answer my phone for three or four days in the booth because it was so busy. And first of all, I want to tell everybody listening that if you stop by the booth, we so appreciate you coming in. And we always have refreshments for friends. And so um, it is my favorite part is to be able to offer somebody a cold refreshment and stand there and talk hunting and adventure. And it was uh, and we were busy. So yesterday on the way home and people were asking, should I go to that one next year? Should I go to that one next year? And, and of course, with the enthusiasm of having just been there, you go, absolutely, you should be there. But then, you know, you start thinking about it. Well, why would this one want to go? Or what's in it from them based on what type of genre of hunting they do? So the title of this episode is What Show Should I Go To? What Show Should I Go To? And should uh, I go to a show? Yeah. 47,000 people went to this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they doubled the amount of vendors this year. They doubled it. Yep, and it was absolutely well done. So 
the Western Hunting Expo, if you want to go to a large Western hunting show that has an immense amount of vendors, I would say this one would be one that you probably want to consider. Now, companies like Browning, Christensen, uh, Leica, Swarovski, Kuyu, not that I, I'm a Kuyu Nation guy, but a lot of people are. Um, they Well, and Kuyu is an exception to the rule because they don't have any retail spaces. So they hit all these shows so people can come touch the material right. and try it on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, most of these companies, knife companies, every company, they don't have local stores there representing them. They come as a corporation. Right. They come as a corporation, spend the money, have a booth at this show. That's how big it is. That's how mm-hmm. well attended it is. Yep. But you get you get to talk to the people that designed the product, manufactured the product, that know the product inside and out. Yes. So I'll give you an example. Um my buddy, Brad, hashtag three ninety three. Don't shoot him in the morning when you can Hopefully find him in the afternoon. We could have shot him at 35 yards. Let him grow. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, my God. I need a stiff drink even <laughs> being here today thinking about that. <clears throat> but anyway, um, <laughs> C.J. Buck was there. Buck Knives. Buck Knives. And they had a 20-foot booth. And they had a mm, fraction of their knives there. But what thing impressed me the most was CJ was in there the entire time. Well, every time we went by, he was in there. So on Sunday r- morning, right when we got there, Lindley goes, we're going to Buck Knives. So, because we're a dealer now of Buck Knives. Mm-hmm. And right. I wanted to yep. have him on the thing, blah, 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 blah. When we got there, that sucker was already in the booth. And I was like, hey, it's pretty cool. And he goes, yeah, I, I met your wife yesterday or two days ago. Thanks for coming back. Da, da, da. And I said, well, I know we're getting a dealership, but I want to get some knives. He goes, well, we're going to give you a hell of a deal today, um, and let's get some knives. So I got some knives, and he he was there all weekend signing autographs. On the knives. On the, on kni- the knife. On the blade. blade. Really, really. On the blade. So, on the blade. <laughs> so I met him at my first trade show that I ever went to. It coincided with uh, – a dental meeting. It was in the same place. <laughs> and I was like, I, can you believe I snuck out of my dental meeting? No, I actually can. <laughs> so you, cause you're not yeah. much of a rebel in my realm, yeah. but you yeah. are a rebel in your realm. <laughs> so I like that. We'll give it to you. We'll so, give it to that. so anyway, I went to this and I was like, Hey, I, I got done. I thought this is cool. I liked it. It was in Denver. It was at the ISE. He signed, I bought a knife from him. And he signed it, and he got distracted, and he said, uh, what did it say? Something, because um, uh, he, he did a little inscription on it. Oh, it was BRD. And, and he did bad. <laughs> he drove bad, and he goes, because <laughs> so, he, he was talking while he, somebody, he looked up, and he goes, oh, so I, my name is pretty rough on that. And then he signed it, Chuck Buck, or <laughs> I think it's Chuck or CJ or whatever. CJ, that's what So he anyway, does. yeah, I got one from a long time ago that was right when they moved out of california well because they went to idaho but yeah i have i have that's uh, cool wow and so you can see things like that and that's there yep and that's not at every trade show now the other thing they did is they announced their new automatic oh 
And, uh, um, oh, I had the first, not to digress, but I had the first. So Lucas got me last year for Christmas a Benchmade automatic. Yeah. And, um, and I just started using it, and it's just perfect for your pocket. Lucas is a, kind of a man after my own heart. He likes nice. He is. Too, he, well, he? Lucas likes expensive shit. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so anyway, he got me this, and I, we were throwing everything in different bags, and I went and, and I was going to check all my bags at the airport, but then we needed a cart because the gals had some heavy bags that they were going to carry on. So I was like, I better not check this bag. Well, what I had failed to think through when I said don't check the bag is that one of the four bags that I had prepared to check, I had flipped a automatic $150 pocket knife. They didn't like that, did they? So I went through security <laughs> TSA pre-check, and the guy goes, got anything sharp in there? And the good news ding, is, ding, 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 ding. is I saw the knife in the thing because when it gets flagged, it went over oh. on a different uh, roller system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and having had a w at least one day in the airport before, I went, <laughs> <laughs> I went. Um, so I looked, and he's like, and I, and I was like, God, that sucks. I'm gonna be throwing a gift away from my son, a hundred and fifty dollar knife. And he goes, he goes, no. He goes, what? you don't have to do that. Really? We can ship it home for you. Whoa. I go, well, knock, 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 <laughs> knock. Is this TSA? And he said, oh, no, we have a vending machine over here. I said, really? what? He goes, yeah, I just got to walk 20 bucks, $22. I was sold. <laughs> I walked wow. down there. They put it in a Ziploc bag with a thing. You put your name on it. They take it from you. They put it in there. They drop it in this big box, the vending machine. You fill out your name, address, all that. Comes up, swipe your credit card, boom! You ship it home to yourself. That's good. That was that was worth. It. And it worked. It came in the mail. Well, I, have, I oh, you just Brian. I just got home last night. Oh, I thought this was a year so, ago. So no, <laughs> no. I thought you were talking about it last year. It was just year. yesterday. <laughs> oh, this was the new automatic. Yes, this was the new automatic okay. thing. I got so, you. Okay. No, so I I said I was going to digress for a second. So what happened was when we were at Bucks. Um, uh, Lindley had heard the the the, the deal with Brad's uh, um, blade and CJ from years ago. Well, they had announced this new automatic, so I was like, and I hadn't had a chance to look at it. And I went down and looked at it, and I go, "How do you open it?" And he said, "We've only had one person the whole time figure it out. Challenge accepted. Check. Was it two then?" Wow. Then it was two. <laughs> it did take me about three and a half minutes of studying it before I went. I think I know how where you put this automatic at. Anyway, it is the coolest. So they had they had their new product there. Is what I'm saying. Cool. It was good to see. But a lot of companies do. And see, I can see your enthusiasm because you're just a tool guy. Like I am a tool guy. I I have way 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 more sentimental attachment to all of my rifles. Than I do. I then know. you do your favorite is like, no. a, it's, uh, yeah, here, here, take this. I'm like, whoa, Brian. Oh, we, we have four more hunts. No, so I know. How are we going to give this gun away? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sentimental uh, at I all. I spent a lot of time no. working on that. Oh, you, this load, I gave a TLC. I, no. I give it a little extra I don't. It's, it's just a tool. Yeah. It's, so. it's 100% a tool. So yeah. anyway, so cool. I did. I found some new tools. But my point is, so all every 457 pack companies that's ever made a Western hunting pack oh my gosh, is sir. there. <laughs> there was another 412 new ones I noticed. Every call company is there. Right. Every, you want to touch it. You want to taste it. You want to see it. It's there, right or wrong. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to see. So there. you want a big show, and downtown Salt Lake's fun. 
Okay, I really enjoy it. it. Has great restaurants. It's got a great culture. There's a mall there. Lindley found her way over to the mall yesterday morning, right when it opened. Oh, yeah. And my there's things with a V and an L there. Did or she get directions to all the stuff um, from my an L and a V L there from Bailey and Susie? <laughs> um, no, she's uh, she's been there a lot, so she has a concierge gal there. Oh my so gosh. which I didn't know until <laughs> yesterday. That's just a guy. So we went and met Lindley's concierge guy at the mall yesterday. And uh, spend a couple, but there's a lot to see downtown. You don't have a concierge guy at the mall yet, do you, Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a no. <laughs> um, little, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, so the other thing we're at we're at Harrisburg right now too. That's still yeah. Going I was going to mention that right. That, yeah. That has what six hundred fifty thousand. The great outdoor show. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the attendance is, but that it's has the it's, most it's huge. the most outfitters ever. They a say it's of the million, largest. Two hundred fifty thousand yeah. people. Yeah, and it's ba- and so they have more they have more outfitters than Google does websites. <laughs> oh, my um, word. No, seriously, that's it's the largest outfit. So if you want to go and see that, that's amazing. The yeah. Shot Show. People ask about the Shot Show all the time. I was going to talk about that one. The Shot Show is not a hunting show. Right. It's not a fishing yeah. show. It's not a it's an out it's shot it's stands for shooting show. hunting outdoor trade show. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show. And it's spread and out. It's, it's spread more for out everywhere. It's more for people to buy. It's right. like it's like gun guys that own little gun shops and places well, like that. All these foreign armies are there. Mm-hmm. For, of you know, the DOD or whatever their equivalent to the DOD is. Tons of that type stuff, uh, law enforcement, all the you know buying groups for the. And you have to have a reason to be there. Yep, you can't just you can't just show up. And, and go this that year way. it was worse because we've we've been there six times. Okay, we've been there longer than we've done applications. We've been there six times, six years in a row, and this year, it took us an hour and five minutes to get through the security process and the registration process. I was yeah. a yeah. half a millisecond. <laughs> for, for an hour and a half from yeah. telling them to stick it up their hind parts and not yeah. going. Yeah. But Lindley got it all filled out. And then when I went up there, she goes, what's your role? How do I know that? And I'm like... Yeah, because... And that's after, what, six, seven, eight years of figuring it no, out. We already have a, a The protocol because... Yeah. We well, the Harrisburg has 650,000 square feet of exhibit hall space. Okay? How many exhibitors? Oh. Mm. Thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're booth number like six thousand seven hundred twenty-five or something. What is our booth there? Doesn't yeah. matter. By the time you get this, yeah. it, it's irrelevant. Just go yeah. on the app down. That's the other thing about these things. They all have pretty good apps. But the shot show is really not a show. That it's not. It's, yeah. It's not not what your, you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not if you want to book an elk hunt in uh, BC. It's not no. where you go. And and you know like like uh, it's just like every retail manufacturer that sells retail or distributor that sells retail is there to get retail accounts. SHOT Show has 10.9 football fields of exhibit space. It's spread out all over. 12 and a half miles. It's 12 and a half miles of aisles. I miss, I thought it was bigger than that. I've told people. SHOT Show has 12 and a half miles of aisles. aisles. Yeah. So 12 and a half miles but of aisles. You have to be strategic because when we we wouldn't put it on a map because you have an app and you have to. I mean, it's different buildings. It's different floors. It's different sections. 
Um, so you, the SHOT Show is, yeah, it's SHOT Show. And now the SHOT Show is connected with a bridge to the new convention center. At the, the Sands. The Las Vegas. Is it yeah. the Sands? Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's right by a Flamingo. Yeah, I can't um, remember. It's right it's behind like, the Venetian. Because the one that's at, yes, the Sands is the one it's at now. And, and there's an outside bridge that you walk across to get to the other one. And yeah. that one's giant. I, I remember too. doing that. Yeah, it's been a few years since yeah. I've been there, but I do remember But that. now it's like they just did it. So now you can stay at the Flamingo, walk right out the back, mm-hmm. go by the big Ferris wheel, go up and over, and you're at the SHOT Show. And then you just walk all the way over to the other one, the backside. So you don't have to anymore. If you stay at, the, if you stay at like we stay at Caesars or over at Flamingo, so we're not right at the Venetian because they hike the prices up on the rooms like crazy. So we just walk over all the way around there. So. Yep. Anyway, yeah. um, but if you like firearms, if you like guns, you like ballistics. Well, you can't. You can't generally and, get in though. No, but if you're a is, buyer, if you're a buyer, or you got an outdoor and, company, or there's a way interested. to go. Yep. Yeah, but like then figure out a way to go and go. But it's not what you might think it is. No, Harrisburg. I've never been to Harrisburg, yeah. um, but it's it's giant. It's the largest one in the world. Um, I was, actually, I don't know if it's the largest one in the world because Germany has a giant one. Um, but uh, the sheep show. Should should we we would be remiss not to mention the sheep show? The sheep show is a tiny show. Well, uh, it's just it's it's an extreme of one condition. So if you're into sheep, obviously, you you need to be that you need to be there and check it out. Um, it's I, it's it's a fun show. I like it a lot, but it's just to- sh- totally different than all of our. Other yeah, shows. the sheep show is 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 it's it's a lot of wilderness hunting, backpack type hunting. Because the sheep is the predominantly what it is uh, there for. And it's, uh, yeah, it's got a nice banquet. But I, if I went to the sheep show once, I don't know if I'd go back again if I was using a resource like ourselves. Right. Because there's not, you know, it's a, it's a it, unless you're going to go, if you, unless you want to apply for it and you've got a couple people you want to go see every year. Like we have clients that literally come and sit in our booth and they're in and out of our booth and then they see the whole thing, and so we're a part of the party, right. and we enjoy having them, and they're close, so they come right. all the time. Right. But the sheep show is not something that – it's not a very big show, but if uh, um, if you're playing the sheep game, it's of great interest to you, and it's awesome. Well, I um, think the reason that the, uh, the Western Hunt Expo might be one of the best shows to go to, especially for people, is they have those $5 applications where you can buy a chance. It's uh, – it's your opportunity. You go and they have, I don't know, 200. I'm rough. Oh, yeah, there's 200, aren't there? $205 tag applications, and you have to be there. You can buy them online, but you have to validate in person. That's there. the raffles you're talking about? Yeah, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. raffle. It's, for, it's and the, they give state, away. Yep. the state yep. of Utah does it. It's a $5 yep. tag, and they do it because you have to come to, like Brad's saying, you have to come to the uh, – Yeah, a lot of people go just for that. They go yep, just, they go just for, that. for that. And yeah. we know people every year. We know From people – Spearfish area that, that, that get it. Well, we don't – yeah, obviously we know – Every year we know people who win some of those tags, but yeah, even spearfish. Wow. We've had uh, no kidding. So anyway, that's that's a neat reason to go. Um, we've had clients win them. <laughs> yep, they come, they get them. Yeah. So, and then there's some other cool shows like the Des Moines Whitetail Classic, the Illinois Whitetail Classic. If you want to see big, um, that's a totally different type of show. But they have giant whitetail. Well, the Whitetail oh Classic gosh. in Des Moines. It's always like that first week or two of March. Yep. It's a later show, which I like, and usually it's getting a little bit nice and, 
in uh, it, the weather's starting it to does. get nice. There, yeah, you know? the Iowa so Deer that, Classic, I, I think, is the what Iowa Deer Classic. I haven't yeah. noticed real nice weather in Des Moines, Iowa, and Des Moines reminds me of Lincoln. Um, yeah, well, um, it, well, other, than, other than the tornado that came through last year, yeah, um, well, but yeah, you get into March, you can get any kind yeah, of weather. It's it, you can get any kind of weather, but the yeah. fact of the matter is, is that you know it's not super cold, I guess, but it has been cold. So, yeah. um, but it's yeah, you're right because it's the beginning of March. But I guess I anyway, you know, the, the, the fact of the is, matter is, you can get there, and if you want to see the biggest white-tail display in the world, right, mm. you got to be there. And if mm. he, you're an he has a buck, hunter, big buck yep. contest that yeah. returns, and Talk stuff, about John Bungie, it's yeah. so well. It, it's a, if you're an archery hunter, you're a deer and turkey hunter. You have to be at the Whitetail, Des Moines Whitetail. It's worth it to drive up there, fly in, yeah. and spend three days there. At the expo, at Sheep Show, it's all long range rifle systems type yeah. stuff. At this, it's archery centric, heavy. Yeah, yeah. well, and, Iowa, and you right. shoot with a bow. You know right. what I'm saying? No, you, I mean, um, which is so. And, and you're planning on being there. And the, well, we have a booth there. Yep. Yeah, I just talked to Brett Miller on the phone a few minutes ago. He's getting revved up for that. We're doing some promotion stuff for him. Yeah, the uh, Iowa is really big. Um, if you're a bow hunter, you're a whitetail hunter, turkey space. In my opinion, Iowa has to be there. Yeah. Now, um, now SCI is another one, but I will tell you this: SCI Safari Club International is a lot of Africa. Now, there's a lot of sheep. There's a lot of wilderness. There's a lot of other, but but you, it is Africa on steroids. It's amazing, <laughs> and it has a lot for women. SCI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. B- and so does DSCI, Dallas Safari Club. Right. Um, DSC, right? Dallas Safari Club. No, it's Dallas Safari Club International. Yeah. yeah. DSCI. Yeah, that's the one. One of them is in, like, what, San Antonio? Dallas. Or, but one of them is. Dallas has, they also have a Houston Safari Club. Houston was the one I was. Thinking. Yeah, they have a big one. Houston Safari Club. Yeah. But the Dallas Safari, I've been to the Dallas Safari Club. That also has a lot of extra exhibitors, and people are spending money like crazy there. You know, the thing about Africa, though, is it's fairly reasonable if you can get there. You're, you're going to pay a little bit to get there, well, and they've got really great accommodations well, a lot of times. We're well, going to do some, some African podcasts. The Africa thing is that you don't have to buy tags. And for the price of an elk hunt, you can shoot a spring buck, a zebra, and a warthog. You just keep adding them on. And you know, and you can literally go hunting, and it's this culture-rich environment. And so Dallas Safari Club has a lot of that. Now, Dallas Safari Club is the most expensive one to get into. Ooh. I think it might be three or four hundred dollars. Check it out. I'm checking right now. I actually, think it I was, might be I three was, or four hundred dollars. A ticket for admission, to, well, just to get into the damn thing. It's expensive. Um, so they kind of filters it, out. A yeah, few. it kind of. Be, it, it's kind of like, oh, do you have? If you have the bandwidth to qualified. pay this to get in for a day, you probably can do this. Does that yeah, make it's, sense? It's a qualified buyer that yes. walks through the door. Yes. Yeah, because you have to be a member too. Like you have to be a member to go to it, don't you? Well, they charge you 250 bucks to become a member and $125 a person to walk through the door, and you have to be a member to be in there. So that, that's why, like Lindley and I, I think it was five or 600 bucks for two of us just to go in last year. Then you get your annual membership, but, you know, it is what it is. And then you can go see Jim Shockey, which is important. Every human being in the world should go see the greatest hunter that's ever lived planet Earth. The man, the myth, the legend, the Canadian, the guy who trusts his life to it, Saskatchewan cowboy 
that I trust my life to him and you can't. You should too. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. But anyway, and plus no. you can learn to speak Canadian <laughs> at the sheep show. I, I I'm fluent in Canadian. I'm really I, I can speak um, Canadian well. Hey? Yeah, because like I think uh, I think it's twenty five bucks to get into the expo, so it's it's reasonable. It's, I was going to ask, what yeah, was it's super reasonable. In, SCI yeah. is really expensive. Sheep show is cheap. It's twenty five thirty bucks, something like that too. Yeah, but SCI is expensive. You got to be a member to get into that SCI. SCI. Yeah, yeah, like yep. you said. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. you had to be. a member. Yep, you have to be a member, and it's it's just it's crazy. So um, SCI is expensive. Dallas Safari Club, it's you don't have to be a member. Four fifty. It's two fifty, two forty for two days, and then it's four fifty for four days to go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And what? And that does that include your membership? I I don't remember. I think so. I don't know. I've just had to pay it every year. I've been there <laughs> the last two years, and it's like, well, I wasn't there COVID years. So, um, but uh, I was there a year. Yeah, it's one hundred. It's one hundred forty a day. Yeah, so I was there wow. the year before, and it's quite a process if you don't do it on. If you think you're just going to go up there buy a thing and get a stamp, mighty mistaken. It's a process to get in if you haven't already registered for SCI. If you've registered for SCI and you're a member, then it's just and you have your stuff. Then you just you get it on your phone. You go boom, you go in. So oh no, you have to go get your lanyard. So you got to go to will call no matter what. But okay. but they have your packet ready for oh, you. Okay. So geographically, if you're close to something like that, there I think if if you're a sportsman, you know there there's there's some fun in it. You know, obviously we go to right. a bunch of them. Oh yeah, and gobs. What would you be your top ones? Well, you know, you got I, the National Turkey Federation yeah. one. You got because we're going to that um, next week. Um, you got uh, you got a lot of them. You know, I like so, the sheep show. I do like the. So sheep show. you like the sheep show? Yeah, you know I like watch, it's, I mean, it's in the worst place in the world to get horrible to. and it's going to be there through at least 2028 like yep. said um so yeah that's the thing i like least is reno I, it's not my favorite it's hard place to get to, to reno show. yeah just just logistically getting there and you know i think we left god we had to fly to minneapolis and then we had to fly to salt lake and then we had to fly to reno some the cool so thing about mm, the sheep show wow. is that it's over on saturday yeah so saturday night's it Yep. And they got their big banquet, and there's no show Sunday, so you can fly home Sunday, which is which is nice. I I don't yeah. you know I haven't really ever looked at the whole show, so I don't get to see as much of it. But I like the uh, I like the atmosphere at the Sheep Show. I like the Expo a lot. The Expo's amazing. So Sheep the- Show Expo that'd be your top two. Yeah. Top three. Top two. You know, shots shots for a guy like me. Shots pretty crazy. Mm. Qualify for a guy like you that that could sound either pretentious or it could sound who, who give people an understanding yeah, of why I didn't mean for a, a guy pre- like you pretentious. If um, <laughs> no, I understand. I just want our listeners. You, I don't want them to think you are pretentious, even though you can be. I enjoy. I enjoy all the firearm stuff. You know, right? The gun yeah. So that so that's, that's what I was gonna say. That's so, uh, to qualify. Me, it. So I uh, you know I, I I could I could wander around if I was wandering around aimlessly just looking at stuff. If we, you had unlimited time, you'd never miss miss the shot show. I would go and I. And would, if I had unlimited time, I would never go to the shot show. Well, no, I, I mean <laughs> part of it is I have I have to take myself away from the the fun of the shot show 
to provide therapy and counseling to my buddy Brian when I go. <laughs> right. So that's why I would never go to the <laughs> skinny shot that's show a, that's ever. A high ever. maintenance. It, it, I am a high maintenance if I bitch. Ever heard that. <laughs> Poor Lindley. Lindley's like, Lindley, oh, Brian's having a meltdown. Lindley like, has to have me. You know what she does for me at the shot show? She goes, Brian, if I can get literally, because she, one, she knows I like a schedule, okay? Yeah. Two, I don't like to be late. And if I set a schedule, then I don't have to be late. Right. So, what? <laughs> you don't get that. So, yeah. Only when I deal with your dad and Lindley. But anyway, it's not my hour to defend myself to a 15-year-old that I'm not late about. So anyway, um, here's the reality. Uh, so Lindley would be like, five more minutes and we'll go get something to eat. Yes, and in five minutes I'm leaving, and she knows I will be gone. I'm yeah. out. Oh. So it's just overwhelming, and, yeah. and, and I, I, I'm not big on the SHOT Show. So that would be the bottom one on my list, but it's number three on yours. Yeah. My top three yeah. would be Iowa. I was going to say that would be my, my my number one, the one I wouldn't want to miss. Now there's a couple reasons. Number one, I'm from Iowa, yeah. so it's kind of a reconnect all yeah. along. We, I have totally a lot of for friends me, there because yeah, we covered yeah. that for years. I have a lot of friends there. Yeah. We do a lot of business in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. So our biggest state is Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Missouri. Yeah. So that sector and that that Iowa show yeah. is like like we go through a high volume of fluid that week. Yeah, it's a whole different deal. <laughs> mm. whole so different does that make deal. sense? Yep. The, the cold yep. refreshments hey. are are aggressively consumed in hey. Iowa. Well, oh, yeah. um, there's a distinct difference in Iowa and Salt Well, the Muscatine crew has its own allotment. Yes. So, I mean, even down to the they hat. They bring their own liquor license. <laughs> the hats, the styles, everything. Is well, different. it's just different, right? So they're not Westies. They're definitely not. Um, there's no flat yeah. bills um, in Iowa. No. And, and there's uh, hardly any Iowa so <laughs> crunch, crunch bills in So Iowa would be number one. My number two show – I would have to say would be Expo yeah. in Salt Lake. I really like it, and it's a very similar environment. Not quite as aggressive as Iowa, but it's a very similar environment. And then my, my third one would be Sheep, and that has a very similar environment too. Basically, we provide, a, we provide a party in all three of those for our best clients, and they come in and we get and develop Our booth clients. is a happy place. Our booth is a happy place. And the rest of them, they're more work than they're worth for me. Wow. <laughs> the the uh, the expo and sheep show those are you know I love mule deer I love elk I love sheep I love mountain hunting and those are that you get immersed in that so yeah you do it, and, you, and you, you sure know, do a lot of people it'd be worth a trip if you were I've still so, yet to walk the aisles at the expo so I don't know that to be true I walk down the main aisle to the point I need to go to because we have a meeting at a vendor and then I walk back and I thought I told Lindley Sunday. 9 a.m. We're walking. The, we're gonna get us coffee. I'm walking the entire show with you, because we have staff. Next year it should be Thursday or Friday. Well, that didn't. That wouldn't. Have, Thursday I had meetings till two. Got in the booth. Never left till 7:30. Friday, um, you know, I mean, so it just didn't work. And this Sunday was no exception. I couldn't get out of the booth. Wow. So it was just, which is fine. That's what you're there for. Yeah. But I would like to see all of Expo. Well, you know, there's there's outfitters that have unbelievable uh they have unbelievable mount sections there i mean it's so cool 
So what would you say, you know, you kind of touched on this, Brad. What would you say to somebody who's looking to go to a show? How do they get the most out of its show? Because it can be overwhelming. Well, you know what? I think there's a fair amount. I think you have to walk the aisles twice at a show like Expo. You know, you can't walk the aisles once at SHOT. You can't even get around. SHOT show, you have to have you have to have to your app up. You have to have a strategy. You have to have the map. You have to have, be coordinated. This is what I want to see in this site, blah, blah, blah. But like something like Expo or Iowa even, you know, you want to walk, you want to get there. I would say get there early. And and if you could on a, on a non-Saturday, you know, Saturday is just. Saturday's not the day to go to no. Iowa because it's, I mean, they have 30,000 people that walk yeah, through there. Or, and, or Utah. And, it, and or Utah. And it's just, it's just seriously elbow to elbow people. It's, it's like way. going to the saloon number 10 on a Saturday night. And it's, In Deadwood. And it's uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve. Oh, not good. No, uh, it's it's uh, so, so so the SCI. There's a lot to see. Those are good. These aren't mm-hmm. high on my list. Dallas Safari's good. Um, uh, Harrisburg, I've never been to. Um, heard it's good. Uh, you know, and we've been yeah. to multiple other shows. But yeah, and then there's a lot in the southeast. You know, Alabama's tough. got a show, but Florida's got huge shows. So we're at we're at 48 shows this year as a company. And Oklahoma's uh, got some. Yeah, good and shows. Matt Getz is at two thirds of those. <laughs> wow, he's amazing. Adam goes to a lot of them. Dave and Brett are a lot now. They were just at, at the Lincoln. Omaha. Yeah, or, or Lincoln. was it Lincoln? It was Lincoln. Lincoln, and it was an unbelievable it was. show. It was really. It good. was unbelievable for us. We had a lot of business. We've already booked lots of hunts out of it. Yep. We had people that we didn't know. I mean, we knew, but. You don't you don't remember you know does that make sense they come yeah. up and hey you know um, we follow you loved it glad you're here we were well supported at the Lincoln show unbelievable I, th- I think mm-hmm. it's neat because you can you can get a, an idea and a handle on what's going on um, with outfitters yeah. so. now I'm not sure that a lot of people go to those shows to book hunts because they get they get a C and 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 personally get a feel for the outfitter I I'm not sure if that's the best approach anymore. To do, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it actually is uh, uh, to some degree. It all depends on what the end of the sentence is of said approach, because a lot of our clients, we instruct them to go down, meet the outfitter. We take them right down to the outfitter because there's so many outfitters they don't know. And so we have clients fly to the expo to meet outfitters. We have clients fly to the sheep show. And then what we do is if they want to meet them, we can go take them right down there, put them in their booth and say, here you go, make a quality introduction. And then they just book through us. They use us in our service and what it's for. And I was talking to a guy that's never used a booking agency um, ever before. And then Sunday he booked a African hunt and he had just booked a hunt with us at the sheep show. So he flew to the sheep show and of all things, he booked an antelope hunt with us. Then he flew out here and then Sunday he came back and booked Africa. And what he said he likes is he said, I'd never have booked Africa without a booking agent, but now I'd, I, I'm never going to book a hunt again without a booking agent because I have a third party resource that your vetting process and so he was like, he was really, and, and it explained it super well. I should get him on the podcast. So the, the thing yeah. that I was yeah. getting to, though, Brian, is if you didn't have any idea. You, so we have, what do we have, about 240 hours a week in here of, of research going on, research, talking to state departments, talking with outfitters, um, yada, yada, yada. Well, tons of research every week going into this. If you just showed up, 
it, it's almost it would almost be like going through Google. Is my point. Oh, 100%. I guess you're saying. If you just randomly walk the aisles. and So what they should do is when they go to show, go find your rolling bone booth, become a member, then we'll take you down to our vetted outfitters. Obviously, we would love that. But but if you just went blindly and you went to the slickest Oklahoma outfitter who now is a Wyoming boy or whatever, something like that, you know, there's a lot of. Here's part of the problem. The outfitting business is is needs, in my opinion, that we are valuable to a high level because we have vetted them and hold on and uh, um and it's like this sunday yesterday on the way home i was standing outside our favorite restaurant in um well my favorite steakhouse in the world but i was they have a location in color in denver so i'm standing out there waiting for my table begins with an e it begins with an e and ends with a ways and there's an L in there. Yep. So it's an L ways. I know it well. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so, uh, and yesterday I had the 20 ounce ribeye, the big daddy. And I was never so happy. I can't do that life. anymore. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, a guy comes walking out and he goes, he grabbed my shoulder and goes, hey, Brian. I, yeah, I was on the phone and with And I you. was like. Who was it? <laughs> I was like, what the, hey, how you doing, buddy? And 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 I'm like. He was all dressed up in a business attire. So I'm thinking, ooh, I know him from financial services. I, I must have seen him in the airport all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Well, then he comes back by and registers who it was. So it's an outfitter of ours. He wasn't at, S, uh, at the expo. He was actually flying out for his other business. But he runs wow. one of our most successful outfitters. No so, way. Yeah, yeah, so he came over and met Kelly and was saying, man, I love you guys. Your hunters are always right. So let's just talk about that hunt today because he has three hunts available in the coveted bluffs between the Missouri River Breaks and the Cheyenne River Breaks, he has three ranches that he currently has with deer that they commonly kill, 200-inch deer, archery only. Um, and he's got three right now. The uh, RBO hunt catalog number is RB7234-01, RB7234 dash zero one world-class outfitting we've had we have everybody that's booked with him tries to get back in with him he um he is uh we have him booked five years out as long as far as he'll go on his rifle hunts and um uh, one of our favorite and most uh engaged members mr brian johnson dr brian johnson if you're on listening Mm -hmm. um you have hunted here but anyway, and he's killed 180 and 187 inch buck here. Brian Johnson has. So, um, but this is an archery over the counter tag for landowner RB7234 01. We have three archery spots left for this coming year, spot and stock for big mule deer. Um, and so get a hold of us at 604. 604- 605. 605-644-8000. 605-644-8000. Or. You can get us at rollingbones.com. You can just send us an info at info at rbohome.com. Info at rbohome.com. And you have to get that application in sooner than later if you're a non-resident, by the way. Yes. This is archery only, Brad. So they can get it. Um, uh, they oh, can, they this can, is private land. This is all private oh, land. Yeah. Um, so they're good. Spot and stalk. You spot and stalk muleys during the day and sit in stands at night if you want to for big whitetail 
and big whitetail. The biggest whitetail last year they killed was a 191. So, anyway. And Dr. Johnson passed a 188 whitetail. Yes. So, um, anyway, end of the day, that's today's episode is brought to you by that. And, uh, anyway, um, and you won't find him at the shows because uh, he does most of his booking through us and independently from repeat clients. So, there's the other reason you want to use a company like ours and a resource like ours. But I would encourage you to go to these shows. They're amazing. Um your favorite show is Iowa. Iowa Expo and Sheep. That's yeah, mine. Those are good shows. And yours is Sheep, um, Expo, Expo, and Shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. That, yeah. that, that taste is subjective, man. Yeah. Not everybody likes New York strips. Not everybody likes fillets. Not damn sure not everybody likes... Uh, Shot show. <laughs> Shot show. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking tilapia. Tilapia. Oh, that's, that's, oh, that's, yeah, like, that's good. I like that. Are you kidding me? No, no, I like that analogy. Oh, yeah, because some people like tilapia. <laughs> Not so much. No, it's like the lice of the sea. But anyway, uh, oh, well. Um, so taste is subjective. I'll that's take what, salmon. Uh, yeah, that's, that's always – and some people don't like salmon. I like salmon. So what was your high, uh, <laughs> highlight of the expo? Uh, boy, where do you start? Um, I like being busy because the days just melt. Yeah. They don't the it, and they're long. It's a long show. You get there at ten thirty, and I like PM. that they I like that they get done at ten. They don't start till ten thirty. Ten, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they don't open till ten. Yeah. Okay. So they they don't open the first day till ten thirty. Did you uh, did you do any of the Did you get your five dollar tags in? Did you no. do that? You didn't do that this year. I there, I didn't get a chance to get out of the. Uh, um, I only booth. applied for two. You, one, you know, I both desert sheep. I, I don't I don't know how deep that you want to go into this particular subject. But I do know that you guys do a lot of training with the advisors that Rolling Bones because they're spread out all over and going to shows all the time. Many, many, many more shows than what we've mentioned on this podcast. And you guys do training with them on how to, what the best etiquette is, how to engage. Engage with people. Because one of the things that you hear a lot from people that go to shows is that they just hate being, you know, like people like they're barkers you know well, i'm telling you what our guys that were there at this show at, at the expo did an unbelievable job yeah. i could so would you i was you, amazed you're not going to be accosted happy. no they, by they anybody were, no you know and we they, try to teach that some of our guys are a little bit more aggressive they go out in the aisle and and they're they're pretty aggressive um and when i say aggressive you know, not in a, a, a in an intrusive Overbearing, way. intrusive, but no, more friendly. We, we work real hard at not Unless being that. Unless Donald Trump Jr., then Noel traces him down. Um, oh, <laughs> always. Yeah, but he's a public figure. <laughs> right, no. So I, he I, deserves I, to stop. Uh, yeah, that's a little that's different true. than the guy that's got a stroller and his wife and kids and yeah. says, do you have Marco Polo hunts? Yeah. Because he wants to hear about a Marco Polo hunt. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not that he's buying one. He's just interested in knowing. And we want to take – so we train our guys to take just as much time with the guy that – is looking like he will buy or the guy that's looking like he won't buy. It doesn't matter because you don't know, and you don't know what's going to happen two years from now, three years from now, four years from now. The favorite part about our booth for me this year was our staff was amazing, and we had people. And now people walk in and go, you know what? I've seen you here three years, four years. I've followed you. I know who you are. Here's my credit card. Do my applications. I'm ready to go hunting. Here you go. So we do. We train our guys. And if you're just at a – if you're – see, because I hunt like that. I'm a window licker when I go sheep hunting is what some people would say. or Because you're not I, – I know what I'm looking for. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's like, 
yeah, we teach people, we teach our yeah. advisors yeah. how to handle themselves. Yeah. We have an etiquette. Yeah, an etiquette is a good way of putting it. And, and of course, the beer. And the beer service access value and education <laughs> runs through everything we do, and of course the beer. Save up. We we service you access know value just, education we do, and alcohol. We <laughs> do <laughs> Sava. Service Sava alcohol value education. Oh we, my gosh. So we I tell do, you what, it's it's we toned. do provide beer to people that uh, are around if uh, you're of age and uh, yeah, I mean, we have a, we have a refreshment. It's, it's complimentary. There. Be careful it's, at but we the have coke show once yeah. Russia reopens because those Russians. No, we we took their job. Oh my! All the stuff we had this gosh. year at the sheep show. We have bottles. We have a bottle service. Oh, really? So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have a bottle service. So you oh. don't want to come by too early because you might start getting yeah, primed up for bottle of service. Our, some of our uh, some of our African outfitters they didn't want to see us in the air. No, 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 no shots, no, no shots. No. <laughs> They're like no shots today. No, yes, no, shots. No, no vodka. <laughs> That's the Russians. Oh my gosh. Oh, the <laughs> Russians. They get into the, 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 the vodka. is just like no. water. Yeah. So like I need a sip of water. It's like my iced tea. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah it's to uh, build up a tolerance. But they're that. they're fun shows man and uh um we have uh i have two uh, we have nashville nash i have nashville nashville iowa and then i'm going to take a knee for uh four or five weeks so no go so anyway. no go show <laughs> no, no go, go show. show hey here's a quick reminder be sure to subscribe to hunt the world wherever you get your podcast you'll find us on itunes spotify google podcast and pretty much wherever you get your podcast also share the podcast with your hunting buddies and friends we'd love to have them join us on this and to listen in um i, I think that uh we we do have a couple series coming up in 2023 we're going to do um we're going to do a series on uh, game care um, and meat preparation. I think uh, I think we have the ability and the um, the understanding to handle a good one on that. Uh, to do a good series on that. Absolutely. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I, I know a guy with a meat science a degree that uh, <laughs> understands it well, and uh, yeah. and we yeah. apply it a lot. And Brad's been in the butcher shop a ton. But, and, but that's uh, an, it's an important thing to know because you I mean you bring the animal down, then what next? Right, and and there's so much goes into field to table, and the field to table mantra or um, I guess uh, um, uh, theme is yeah. growing like crazy. That's yeah. why that's why these play, people are looking to go. You know, these shows people want to get in. I talk to more people this show. No, I've never really hunted, but I've heard this is an amazing show. But I'm getting into hunting. How do I? do How it? many people came and wanted you to teach them about sausage making? Two at this last show. Yeah, there's, there's, there's. I'm gonna do a. I am gonna do this summer sometime. I'm gonna get a couple dates on it. I'm gonna do a day and a half sausage wild game sausage making class here in Spearfish. Nice. So I'm gonna do the first one for free. I'm gonna have 20 people register, and uh, they can register. It's gonna be no cost. But then um, they got to pay for the the sausage they want to take home. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, does. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do 20 people that can come. And I might not be able to get that many in, but we just expanded our. Um, sausage kitchen out so maybe 10 will be the first 10 to register um, come and uh, 
Um, and then we'll teach them how to make sauces. And this is a way better class than the one I went to because this one doesn't require hand mixing and freezing of said <laughs> fingers. No, I didn't have all. I had. I, I had. I had. I had yeah. ba- back in, I had in 2012. State, I had bought a state meat plant at that time, but now I have one. So. That was before 2012. <laughs> even. That's that probably, was. Uh, that's hey, Brad. We killed all this. Sh- we're gonna make some good vittles, Let's but your that. hands are gonna get rigor mortis before oh, you die, um, and they're gonna ache like crazy. So anyway. Um, yeah, so we, we love you listening. We're going to do a couple series this year. Pass it on. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, if you have some interest and you would love us to uh, or even just learn more about our application and adventure service, we have a $50 membership annually, $150 membership annually, and a the Yellowstone membership, which is our $500 membership. Um, and uh, that's uh, um, we that's have a, that. That's we should rename family. it from the platform. We're gonna because we're, we're just, renaming it to Yellowstone. It's just like Stuart, I've already made an just like Stuart decision. said. He can't keep his Yellowstone. We're socks renaming in. it to Yellowstone. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody. The, we're calling it Yellowstone. <laughs> I think we might even call the other one Dutton. The, the Dutton. Uh, Dutton. I was gonna say the <laughs> Dutton, right? No, I'm thinking right. Yellowstone Rush. Rip. Yellowstone, Rushmore, and the Cheyenne. Oh. So the Cheyenne, the Rushmore, and the Yellowstone. Wow. Those are the three, three memberships, the Cheyenne, the Rushmore, and the Yellowstone. So anyway, I don't know. I'm just teasing. But we have a we have a membership to fit you all, no matter what your budget, no matter what your experience. We want to help you go hunting and give you unbelievable service access, value, and education. Until next week, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.